Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and, an- and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe and Gravity Falls. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hello. And Kathy Smith. Hello. Uh, today we'll be discussing Keystone Motel, tonight's episode of uh, Steven Universe. Uh, we're in Steven Bomb 3, and we'll be covering every new episode of Steven Universe right after it airs from now until <laughs> infinity. Uh, where You can check us out about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. Um, we can also cover Gravity Falls and a bunch of other animated series, but uh, Steven Universe in full force right now, and we're excited to discuss uh, Keystone Motel. This episode storyboarded and written by Raven, Paul, and Rebecca, um, joining their team for this one, which I think makes sense. Once you saw Rebecca Sugar in the credits, you're like, okay, this is going to be an interesting one. Oh, Rebecca. Yeah, because she's not often listed among the storyboarding teams, so it must be for a special reason. And, uh, okay, spoilers for this episode and all of Steven Universe. And, you know, of course, it was because we got our most extensive look at Ruby and Sapphire yet. It was very exciting. (laughs) I did not really expect that. Um, Um, No comment. Well, okay. I didn't see the I didn't see the Comic Con spoilers, so uh, I yeah. I mean, I was I was been looking forward to the more extensive look at Ruby and Sapphire for a while. I haven't. I don't think we've seen enough of them to really get a good feel for their characters, and this one was a big step towards that. Uh, so yeah, let's get into Keystone Motel. Sam, what did you think of this episode? I thought I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was a nice little, not typical episode. You know, not the typical characters, not the typical situations. Um, I really liked that it was called Keystone Motel because I was thinking about this today at work. I was thinking, well, if they live in a mythical state called Delmarva, then what's Keystone? It's Pennsylvania. That's what it is. That's what they mean. That's where I'm from. Okay. I think that's cool. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> the town they're in is based in, is based on Delaware. It's like Rehoboth Beach, basically. Yes, it's Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, yeah. Uh, Kathy, oh what did God. you think? It was a pretty good episode. It was kind of like a cool down from the last episode. And, well, it was just kind of funny. It was was kind of funny seeing Ruby and Sapphire's reactions to everything, but it was also kind of sad, too, at the same time. It was interesting. Yeah, for sure. Like A literal cool down at points in the episode, too. Oh, Oh, got him. Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, yeah, it was definitely Uh, like an air of sadness over the the entire episode. But it was, I don't know, I thought it was fascinating. I was a big fan of this one. Uh, like I said, eagerly anticipating more Ruby and Sapphire. I feel like I feel like this has been holding back Garnet's character development for me, like getting a look inside the components of her fusion. Yeah. And uh, initially, we just with when they unfused, I just saw like kind of what we knew about them already. But then we started getting into some more stuff, and then just the scene of them uh, making up was oh my goodness, so adorable. That was like the best thing ever. Yeah, so cute. Yeah. Okay, so we'll get into everything. What I want to start today is something we um, didn't really hit on last uh, last night, uh, which, to be fair, we're recording these immediately after the episode ends, so we're, we're not getting into have time to have this high-level analysis, but Eric Thurm on the AV Club, who does uh, incredible reviews, I'm a big fan of his Steven Universe reviews, talked about um, in last night's review how that this must be the reason Garnet's going to be so mad at Pearl is because of uh, Garnet's all about the sanctity of fusion and Pearl's kind of like disrupting that. And I, the beginning of this episode, basically it's like disgracing that And the beginning of this episode uh, is directly says that basically. Yeah. Um, it's word for word, which is great. Cause I didn't think, I don't think they hinted at really at that last, last week really, but uh, it's, 
I, I think it's a good concept and it makes sense with what we've seen of Garnet's character so far, especially last week when um, we had the the Wednesday episode of the last Stephen Bomb with Garnet all being all uh, disgusted at the forced fusions, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You said last week, not last month. I mean, last last week of Steven episodes. I oh, think it works oh, okay. like that. I right, think it whatever. works. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, so let's let's start with Pearl, I guess, because begin that's we get Pearl at the beginning, we get Pearl at the end. Pearl is looking for Peridot for a few days straight. She says, which is kind of she's trying. She's trying really hard to yeah make up. It's it's I feel really bad for Pearl. But in the end, will it really matter? Will the looking will her try? Yeah, will her? She tries so hard. She got so far. <laughs> yeah okay great and at the end i live in 2003 and at the end she's that's a long time ago and at the end she's very uh she's happy that garnet's talking to her again but um i want to know what her and amethyst were whispering about i like the idea of this uh this conflict bringing pearl and amethyst closer yeah i like that a lot too i think that's really nice because that's kind of inherent eric eric thurman also talked about this yesterday but it's kind of inherent in their character conflict um that uh in their character definitions that uh amethyst and pearl are just antagonistic towards each other it's like one of their defining characteristics they're the odd couple Uh, yeah and it's and last week was yesterday's episode was a nice um conflict between characters who usually don't have conflict but pearl pearl and amethyst always have conflict and it's just inherent in them so it's nice to see that kind of being subverted here and maybe the entire week i like it yeah uh so, <laughs> so greg's like we should go on um on a road trip to keystone motel because he's met this guy in the on a message board and he's craigslist. yeah I, well, I don't know if it was craigslist what, do you think it wasn't was, craigslist but it was craigslist do you think it was craigslist yeah what do you obviously. think of the references to uh meeting someone on the internet it's craigslist <laughs> <laughs> dylan have you ever made a craigslist deal I have not made a Craigslist. It's account. very shady. So he, yes. Yeah, so you understand why he was worried about being killed. Yes. <laughs> okay. Because it's Craigslist. Okay. I had to give somebody like vacuum cleaner once, and it was very interesting. It was very interesting. We'll have to hear about that later. But at the mail him the bags because I forgot them. Anyway, they get to the motel and Garnet unfuses basically. That really surprised me. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really see that coming. We haven't. I mean, we we like we had last Stephen week. We had. A pretty strong reaction from Garnet, and she didn't even unfuse. So this one was she almost did, but she almost did, but like stayed together. So it's I didn't expect this to elicit that. Yeah. Um, so let's. I wrote down. So then we kind of get varying scenes with Steven interacting with Ruby and Sapphire. Um, you know the general premises of their character. Ruby's like hot headed and mad. Sapphire is composed. Um, we also get Ruby. Ruby's very mad that. Uh, Pearl disrupted the sanctity of fusion, basically, which is so. It seems like this is Ruby representing um, that opinion within Garnet. Uh, she melts. She like melts the carpet. Um, always evaporates the pool. Evaporates the pool. Yeah, boils the pool. Stephen almost gets boiled. That's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then meanwhile, Sapphire calm. She floats. She, that was odd. She floats. She floated into the bed. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't notice that. But yeah, like, she definitely did. I, that. I believe. Did you see that, Kathy? Yeah, she did. Yeah, totally she, did. I don't know what that means. Can gems fly? Is that what this means? It means yeah. sapphire fly. Yeah, sapphire. She's, ice she's like an ice man from X Men. I was thinking maybe she has kind of tele uh, kinetic powers or something. You know, but she since does. she has, 
She does have future vision. Yeah, so that might go along with her future vision. Yeah, it's a good point. So uh, she's basically all of the X-Men. She's all of the X-Men, yeah. And so, <laughs> and then she uh, uses the future powers for Steven finding a TV channel. And just she just futures everything that uh, that Steven's going to say. Very stoic. She is very stoic. Um, but eventually we get the descriptor of her as the fact that she's kind of repressed she's she says she's common collected where do i have this written down but uh but that uh her emotions not out of hand right she says ruby won't stay mad forever and she's not gonna let her emotions get out of hand but it's pretty obvious that the show's trying to portray her as just repressing the emotions that she has because she's like freezing stuff or all around her which i like that as a yeah, so like she's she thinks of herself as like the logical composed one, but she, all she's but uh, maybe the show says that she should uh, express her her emotions better, and maybe she's able to do that because when she's fused with Ruby, like they complete each other more. Mm. Yeah, it makes me think about Garnet. I mean, yeah, that's... like Garnet's stoicness. <laughs> yeah, do you think Garnet's emotional state is more of a representation of Sapphire? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Probably, probably when she's angry, that's more Ruby. But when she's, you know, she's stoic and calm, that's more Sapphire. I think I think um, an argument could be made that she's, uh, her composedness is uh, is not so much, it's more, she's like genuinely composed, whereas Sapphire is only like fake composed. So it's like only when they're together can they actually achieve um, the state. Composure. And, yeah, composure, but. Uh-huh. Well, I guess where Ruby's, she's more open with her emotions she's and where is sapphire represses them so i guess maybe they balance each other out so yeah for sure i think that's definitely the i think that's kind of the point that uh the general like thesis with garnet and ruby and sapphire and uh, it's interesting to see how that's how that is if that's upheld when we expand upon them here uh ruby sapphire uses the future vision for steven not liking square pizza and greg says that steven should accept all types of pizza I mean, it's just it's the same it's the same kind of pizza. It's just square. <laughs> Do you agree that Steven should accept all types of pizza? Yes, I happen to like square pizza very much. You're you're a fan of the Lido's pizza. Yes, the Lido's. The Lido's pizza. What? It's a th- uh, Do you not have Lido's? No. Okay, that's square pizza. It's a square Lido's. pizza chain. I wonder if that's in. Uh... Well, it's probably in. Delmarva, where Stephen lives, yeah. not in Keystone. Where I, I, I wonder live. if they research if that's supposed to come from Lido's and they research to the extent of Lido's within oh the fake God. geography of Stephen Universe World. Dylan, there are many other places that sell square pizza. Yeah, but I don't know. If, yeah, but not like a it's, a. it's a style. It is a style. Okay, uh, time. Okay, so we kind of get um, Stephen and Greg debating whether they should intervene in uh, this fight between Ruby and Sapphire at the uh, diner, and Stephen wants to intervene, but Greg says you should give him time basically and so it's kind of like a general general uh philosophical debate about relationships and relationship problems again as we comment on many times with gems and fusion yeah Yeah. Yeah. uh they're arguing at the diet so then they their argument boils over there's future vision ruby says i am an eternal flame baby (laughs) that's funny I mean, you mean? I don't, I don't know. It's just she, she's an eternal flame. Yeah, that was an interesting always one. angry. 
Yeah, and I love how this episode resolves in that passionate in that Stephen Stephen gets upset, and that's what gets them to end their feud because yeah. ultimately Garnet's love of Stephen is one of her defining characteristics, right? Is it bad that I sort of like that they upset Stephen? Why is it? Why do you like that they upset Stephen? I don't know because like I feel like Stephen always like puts them on a pedestal, obviously because like they're the gems, you know what I mean? Um, but then, like, being all fighty and, like, angry at each other is just like, wow, stop doing this. It could it, like he can't fix it. It's more real, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Also, stuff with, like, Rose and, like, feelings. And, like, that stuff might come into play, too. Inadequate. Inadequacy, yes. That's with, like, Pearl and stuff, yeah. No, well, no, inadequacy, like, maybe Stephen feels inadequate. Like, oh, just, yeah, like, I'm not sure if we don't want to Live really up to his sense. mother. Yeah, and, well, like, he, he, we've had that before with him, but not necessarily keeping the group together yeah uh as if it doesn't matter how you feel in the okay so sapphire has this uh like stock line about how she's too busy looking at the future and she needs to care more about how steven's feeling in the present and then she starts crying with her cyclops eye with her cyclops eye yeah that was the reveal we didn't know that did we no but like one could have guessed. One could assume based off of Garnet's eye composition. <laughs> eye composition and also bang composition. Uh, yeah, and Sapphire crying gets Ruby to be really concerned, which I think uh, is a thing from Jailbreak, too. Ruby very, very upset at Sapphire crying. Yeah. Then we see the one eye, um, and we get the, the best line in history. You know what's <laughs> nice about being split up? I get to uh, look at you. Says Ruby to Sapphire. There's my Laffy Saffy. There's my Laffy Saffy. <laughs> and then they kiss and stuff. Oh, uh, it's just so gay. <laughs> it's pretty gay. Gay in, like, the actual way. Like, I mean, it's gay and gay, isn't it? Huh? Isn't it happy and, like, homosexual? Yes. <laughs> it's both. Yes. It, it was a very gay time that they were having, laughing, yeah. Laffy Saffy. What do you think of Laffy Saffy as a nickname? I feel like that is blowing up on Tumblr right now. I haven't looked yet because we're, <laughs> we're just of, doing it right after. We're kind of doing it right after. What do you think of Laffy Saffy compared to the nicknames we give the Patreons? I feel like we need to step up our game. <laughs> I know. We have to get to the level of Ruby. I, I need to get to Ruby's level right there. Yeah. Oh, I want to know. I'm probably going to look up the Steven Universe wiki after this. If uh, The people who did it, the divorces in Jailbreak... Uh, rep- Reprise their roles because I'm not sure. If, I think they did. They I don't the know if sapphires me. did, but then I go. I didn't really hear too much of sapphire. Ruby was definitely the same. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I don't remember whose sapphire's voice actress was. I remember Ruby's because you know she's. I I know her from elsewhere. Charlene. I don't know either of them from elsewhere, but I'm pretty sure they're both the same. Yes, I hope so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this. I don't know. This entire scene of them making up is like the cutest thing ever. So, and Steven's like, oh. Yeah, Steven blushes. And, and Sapphire like, is like, his. Sapphire is like, oh my god, let's not do this in front of Steven. We're embarrassing him, but they keep doing it anyway. Yeah. Like, come on. You guys are adults. This, this type of You're thing. You're thousands of years old. <laughs> thousands of years old. You're beyond an adult. This type of thing makes me wonder how it's like being fused, right? Like, do they get this type of dynamic when fused? I don't know. That makes me. Okay. 
like because like they're so happy with this like is being it's, it makes because like we have no concept of what being fused would be, be like but it like makes me wonder as someone who doesn't know that like how it would feel like to be fused how could that be better than the happiness they share in this scene? i kind of wonder if it's almost like a retcon because was it ruby says that like you know the best thing about being unfused is that she gets to look at her but back in um i think it was giant woman amethyst complains about pearl doing all these backflips like while they were doing the fusion so it's like can they see each other can they not i don't know oh i mean even you could I, you could argue even if they kind of can see each other then it's just that it's like just a pickup line you know so but oh okay but i it's, it's, i would assume they can't there's... really see each other during fusion i don't know but yeah, no, I don't know. This, this this scene just really makes me like ponder like how they must feel when they're together. Like, is, is it just a different concept of emotions um, when they're fused? Um, like, they don't have these type of emotions. They're just one, well, so they don't experience this type yeah, of thing. Yeah, they're they're a different person. Yeah. So like, how is that? How is that compared to uh, compared to this dynamic? Right? Um, how are relationships different from being fused? We need to talk with Rebecca Sugar about this, like, ASAP. We need to get on Tumblr, message her, and know she will not answer. I mean, I, I, this is the type of thing the show explores, right? But this is just very conceptual. Let's ask the Crooniverse. The Crooniverse, yeah. Crooniverse, yes. Guys, how does fusion work? I mean... In terms you know, of emotional states. In terms of emotional states. I think, I assume... Love Sam. Love Sam. Basically, <laughs> the answer, like, that seems to be true is that... Uh, it, there's no it's that you're one person right so there's no two emotional states that being said um they're obviously they're obviously in conflict because because they unfused right so they obviously weren't feeling yeah. the same thing so it seems like sep- some separation of emotional states is possible fusion is weird man yeah i mean this entire show is about fusion now this is fusion the show or maybe it's just like fusion the. Oh, I don't, it, it seems like to be a very instrumental it, part. Of it's like fusion the season, really. The crystal gems live. I don't know what the gem world's like. But yeah, it's a very instrumental part of life for them. I guess. I guess. I say as one of them is a fusion twenty four seven. You know what? Pretty important. It wasn't even Steven's birthday. What are they planning for Steven's birthday now? I don't know. I want to know. They're, they have to have that episode now. I don't know if they have like, to have what's going to happen? It yes, kind of, it wasn't, that line, the purpose in writing that line is not to lead up to Steven's birthday. Yeah, but to explain why to have, they haven't done this no, before. Because I want to know how old he is, and they're going to say how old he is. Yeah, he's 11 or 12. Why is no, this? It's, oh, it's not. They, no, Dylan. They haven't officially said. I know, but he's 11 if, or 12. You, like, who cares? I, I care. I care. I guess he could be 13. Oh, no! Dude! You don't understand. You're expecting a reveal of the fact that time works differently for Steven or something like that. Cause yes. I don't think that's going to happen because Greg like, is proof that he ages I, normally. I don't know. Greg is proof that Steven ages normally. True. I still want official word, Dylan. We should we? Okay, sure, but... In the form of a birthday episode. If Steven did not age like a normal human, that would be a significant uh, mythology distorting thing. That would be like a huge reveal. So it would have to... And I also don't think it would make sense because you're great. Well, I don't know what they're planning. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, And then they get back and... Garnet's still unhappy with Pearl, but seemingly resolved. I was uh, was surprised that the conflict did not end there. 
because it seems like that they're about oh, to, I wasn't really. They're just gonna. I mean, I knew that this is a, this is a week long conflict. So on that hand, but the yeah. episode seemed to be leading up to some sort of resolution, and Pearl seemed to think it was uh, progress. But I still, mean, at least she's talking to me. That's something. Yeah, that's a very sad Pearl. Like, I don't know. I'm hearing a lot of there's a lot of Pearl analyses on Tumblr analyses, and a lot of them haven't. Every time you hear a Pearl analysis, it's like Pearl's sense of inadequacy because of that one line in Jailbreaker, the episode before it, actually, um, in that she's like a defective, defected Pearl. Not she doesn't say that, but uh, well, Jasper, Jasper says that. Yeah, so she's <laughs> she's the one who says it. So she's presumably of a lesser. Um, line of gem oh the line the line that launched a thousand pancakes yeah i mean yeah so i i I feel like the and certainly from pearl's actions you can see some sort of sense of inadequacy and maybe that's why she worships rose and stuff like that um but yeah that i i feel like it came in i felt it's more here than i have in a while with at least she's talking to me right or yeah Mm -hmm. i just want to know what her and amethyst are talking about they're gabbing about I don't know what would they talk about. Like, what do the I, gems talk about for thousands what? of years? Sam? This is the minus to doing a podcast or whatever an episode because I can't go back and analyze. Yeah, I mean I don't think we heard what they were saying. Well, so. we'll probably find out tomorrow since it's like Amethyst and Stephen. Stephen and Amethyst explore Onion's house tomorrow. On yes, Onion it's going to be interesting. That is going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. It's I think full it, of onions. It's, um, this is the one I'm most skeptical about. Well, actually, this and Thursday's a Jamie episode, so I don't know about that either, but... We'll was see. Jamie, like, did he happen before Love Letters? Was he, like, an actual guy before then? I don't remember. I don't... I didn't remember him before that. I don't know. Yeah, uh, so I don't... I'm interested to see how they run the plot thread, because these were two pretty big episodes, and now it seems like we're getting some of the minor character episodes that the show does occasionally so how are we going to run this continuous plot thread through these we'll see yeah yeah we'll see tomorrow <laughs> only yeah. one only one day to wait no sense in speculating uh okay so what did you sam overall uh better than yesterday's and um what do you think overall of keystone motel i'm not sure because i've watched yesterday's like a bunch now um i want to say yesterday's was better I definitely like yesterday's better, um, but I still think this is a very great episode. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's up there with the. I, I don't know. I'm not gonna adhere to your tier system because I don't believe in it. Um, <sighs> That's insulting. But I think in, on a personal level. Well, I'm sure it is. <laughs> I don't want to box anything, Dylan. Don't put things in boxes. Um, so good, but not as good as yesterday. Like, if this were a junk pile, I'd put it, like, aside with my favorite junk that make, like, a little, like, special junk pile. You Sam, know? you're just making a metaphor for using my tier system. <laughs> That's all you're doing. You're actually subscribing to it. <laughs> so the joke. No, I'm not. I'm not putting things into boxes and ordering them. Your junk piles are just boxes, Sam. That's my They're not boxes. advice. For they you. are piles of junk on the floor. Okay. I actually like this one better than yesterday. I was hmm. a big fan of this. This is... Garnet to me hasn't Garnet and Ruby and Sapphire individually haven't clicked for me as much as other people. She's still an incredible yeah. character, and those them separated were still great. Uh, Jailbreak's one of the best episodes of the show and one of the best episodes of TV. Period. But I didn't think that episode was. But like, there's so much plot happening, we didn't get into too many specifics about 
Ruby and Sapphire individually. And I feel like this one showed a lot. And I still think they're character caricatures to a certain extent, but like you know, they kind of have to be because they're two halves of a whole. But uh, there's this did a lot for the development, and just the scene of them reuniting or recon- reconciling reconciliation between the two was the reconciliationing of, of the two was incredible. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware that was wrong, uh, and that's like one of my favorite scenes ever. That was like the best thing. So this is this to me is like much better, not much better, but it's better than yesterday, and it's one of the best ones. Not in the top tier, but. Uh, Eric Thurm gave it a B. I haven't read his review yet, but um, he's he's very good. What did he give yesterday's? He gave it an A. I would give this one an A and yesterday an A minus. Okay, well we're not grading things for like the permanent record. Wait, no. No, this will go on your oh, permanent much. record, Sam. <laughs> no, Sam, I'm, I'm not a science. Sam, Sam, I'm recording all episode grades, and they will be. Um... Dylan, I thought we weren't grading on this podcast. No, I'm saying you don't have to grade. I just said I was going to grade it. <sighs> you make my life very difficult okay you don't don't create it don't, don't create it now okay but looking forward to tomorrow's yeah big fan of this i'm gonna rewatch it i want to rewatch that scene like 10 times obviously and that this scene will launch a thousand fan arts probably more than that actually and if jailbreak launched a thousand millions of fan arts yeah Okay, uh, one more thing to say. Serious talk for a second. I a lot of people um, said that after Jailbreak that the show has had clear um, queer representation on television, and that is like being clearly displayed. And that, like this is the most progressive show on TV. It's like even more progressive than Cora uh, because Cora just had at the end, and this was like a legitimate showing of it. And I always disagreed with that because Jailbreak featured two characters which we'd never seen before, and it was like one scene. Um, so I didn't think it was as explicit as, I mean, it was explicit, like is this was a, it was clear representation, but it wasn't to the level in which that I would say that it was, this is like the most progressive show on television since mm-hmm. then they have done a lot to build it up to a point where it clearly is the most progressive show on television, yeah. this episode doing a lot for that, but also just like portraying Garnet as like the representation of the queer, right? Like this, that's what last week, last week's Wednesday episode, there's, I forget the line, but, uh, like she's like the embodiment of, uh of a lesbian relationship right so it's uh and this and this episode clear this scene specifically um did a lot for me in terms of accepting ruby and sapphire as legitimate characters on the show i know they're always on the show because they're fused but garnet's a separate character so it doesn't count um in terms of like characterization kind of kind That's of so cool to know that the gems are genderless but go by female pronouns yeah so uh, i well i did say lesbian earlier i don't like specifically using Word that word or for the for the gems because they're genderless they're really not female but they just have female pronouns it's this is a longer discussion we like applying things to our labels which are foreign to us um, it's hard for us to conceptualize gender the genderlessness of the gems so we accept them as females even though they're just pronouns and they're really genderless yeah. we can have a longer podcast on that at some they point. are projections with mass <laughs> that's <laughs> that's it's... what we heard yeah they are a hologram that wait that that has mass oh, apparently. God. Well, we, me and you need to have a long discussion podcast on the concept too, of too, because, like, I'm really, like, torn up as to why they can hug. <laughs> yeah, and, like, did, why they can cry. <laughs> like, what's going on? I don't know, and it's just... We pondered how fusion works, and I was like, I wonder if only we could realize how, how fusion really works. But none of this, like, is logical. That's the thing. 
like it's it works in the show because the show is really good at establishing its mythology but in terms of our world this is not logical oh rebecca it's really hard to to conceptualize (laughs) signed steven universe fandom in the ends cat bug screaming rebecca duck if duck if yeah okay uh i've been dylan heisen that's sam quattro uh Kathy, um, I think had her internet must have went out or something. She drops. Kathy is Toon Gal on Tumblr. Um, Sam, where can we find you on Tumblr? And on Twitter. T- and Twitter. I'll yeah. go to Twitter first since that's what I usually do. Twitter, I am at CoolMCR, cool with a K. Um, Tumblr, I am stupidnervous.tumblr.com, all one word. Except for like the dots, you know. I don't understand. Explain mm. to me how the dots are part of the word. No, as it all one word. But the dots, you know, the, the ellipses, the periods. The ellipses, the periods, the dots. <laughs> oh. I'm Dylan OVA on Tumblr and Dylan I underscore OVA. <laughs> this has just been me teasing you, the podcast. I apologize. I hate you so much. Uh, we are very good friends, in case it was oh. unclear. No, don't give them listeners. any ideas. We're very good friends, so don't. No, we're not. So this is, I'm not being mean to say. I mean, I am, but it's accepted I, in I the friendship it. canon. I am so easy to tease. It's. Uh, you can find all the information about this podcast at overlyanimated.com um, you can support us at patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated thanks to our current patrons um, Shayna, uh, Mitch, um, Cordell and Beatrice so we got Shayna is Hayna, so hey uh, you know shake it like poor picture Mitch fever much worse I still don't like but you know what are you gonna do um, Cordell is Cordell University and Beatrice is Bellatrix Lestrange because uh, Whatever. We need to come up with better ones. Next month. Next month. Uh, do the nicknames change every month? That would be... I don't know. Dylan, it's no, your... No, I don't... That's too much. We could, I it's your if, if you want a cool nickname, you can uh, support us on Patreon. We're going to be covering every Steven Universe episode. We're going to have... And we're going to do this uh, gem-specific podcast, me and Sam, at some point. Oh, it's extensive coverage of Steven Universe. We've there. had many a Skype conversation about gems yeah so i also want to present i also want to present me and sam's alternate alternate earth theory um so that's a tease i don't know we're gonna have to go back in our shallow yeah we'll see if we'll i know i haven't memorized i we'll see if it still applies after this week because these theories could be busted every episode as we add to mythology um and yeah looking forward to the episode tomorrow um i think that's it anything else sam um no i just like laughy sappy i think that's sappy that's like Laffy Taffy, which makes me really want to Laffy Taffy right now, to be honest. To be honest, TBH. Yeah, I like the banana flavored ones. Ugh. You can get them for 99 cents at CVS. There you go, there's your plug. <laughs> Overlyanimated.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.